Welcome to Humanize from Discovery Institute's Center on Human Exceptionalism, where human rights meet human responsibilities. We speak with writers, thinkers, and newsmakers on the controversial issues of human life and human thriving that impact our daily lives. We are exceptional as creatures in the cosmos, as equal members of the human family, and as ethical beings. Humanize explores some of the fundamental questions. How do we thrive? How do we live well and care for what we've inherited? How do we act responsibly with one another and in the wider world? And how do we conserve the good things of this life for the future? We matter. Our actions matter. Let's get into it. I'm Wesley J. Smith, and this is Humanize. human rights hero and opponent of tyranny that rules the People's Republic of China. Mr. Chen is an internationally renowned human rights activist who has fearlessly advocated for the welfare and rights of women, the disabled, and the poor in China. His ardent and courageous human rights advocacy has received extensive international acclaim and has drawn heightened international attention to the maltreatment of women and abuses of China's one-child policy, including forced abortions and sterilizations. Blind from an early age and self-taught in the law, in 2005, Chen gained international recognition for organizing a landmark class-action lawsuit against the authorities in Shandong province, for the excessive enforcement of the one-child policy. As a result of this lawsuit, Chen was sentenced to four years and three months in prison. He was released from prison in 2010 after serving his full sentence, but remained under house arrest, or what they call soft detention, at his home in Dongshu Village. In April 2012, Chen escaped his house arrest and fled to the U.S. Embassy. In May 2012, Chen, his wife, and two children were granted U.S. visas and departed Beijing for New York City. He has lived in the United States ever since and became a U.S. citizen last summer. Among many other international acclaims, in 2006, he was named to the Time 100, which lists the most influential people in the world. He is a 2007 laureate of the Ramsey Magasse Award, which is often called the Nobel Peace Prize of China. He is a distinguished fellow at the Center for Human Rights at the Catholic University of America, also the author of The Barefoot Lawyer, A Blind Man's Fight for Justice and Freedom in China. I also want to thank William Saunders, director of the center, for helping with this interview today. Chen, welcome to Humanize. Hi, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here to talk about human rights in mainland China. So hello, my friend. Nice to meet you. Oh, that's wonderful to have you here. You were born in rural China. Give us a, a description of your life there. You told me before the interview that 90% of the people of China live in the rural areas uh, as opposed to the cities. What's it like in those rural areas? Yeah, I think for the Western people, if they come to mainland China, they just uh, see Beijing, Shanghai, Shenzhen, Guangdong, like the big cities. They don't know, maybe they, if they just see the big city, maybe they think China is a very, uh, very good, uh, you know, the building very high like that, right? But in fact, yeah, more than 90% people live in rural China. For their life, very difficult, you know. Even, uh, I remember when I, uh, 2005, if I want to get a phone to call my friend, I have to, e- ask my friend or my brother use the bicycle to go to uh, uh, go uh, four miles away to find a phone. So you can see a lot of people who live in rural China, they don't have opportunity. So very difficult, they just get some food from the ground. Very, yeah, just can resolve the, uh, the hungry. So the Khan Party, even the Khan Party get a lot of money from them. So The Communist Party. Yeah, the Khan Party asked them to pay a lot of fee or, or, or taxes. 
So, for example, if you get a uh, uh, eighty dollars one year, one person, maybe the company, you know, the local government will say, "Oh, you get three hundred or five hundred dollars, so you have to pay a lot of taxes." So, so are, are there many services for the people in rural China? No, any services. You know, the government, the officials come to villages only for money. Yeah, if if the if not that, no, you can't see them. Yeah, every year, uh, if you see them, they come here to try to ask money. So there's a two-tiered system in China: one in the cities, which is more prosperous, and and then the rural areas, which are it sounds like a very uh, poor and, uh, and yeah, very poor, very difficult to get opportunity. Yeah, even you know. Even the, the their children only one way to try to learning hard in the school to go to the university, then they can change their life. Only this way. But it's very interesting. You were able to, and and you've been blind uh, from having an illness since you were six months old. Yeah, you were able to teach yourself law and become a lawyer. How did that happen? Oh, that is a long story and very difficult. You know, in mainland China, before uh, uh, 1980s, no school for blind people. Uh, even only five schools for the blind people. And that did not come from the Communist Party. That schools more than 70 years. Yeah, you know, the Western people come to China to created the schools. So so for me, you know, no no school to come in. So until uh, uh, 18, uh, 18 years old. So at that before 18 years old, I I live in the poor village and I have to work in the ground and I I have to uh, listen to something from the, my neighbors. And, uh, you know, when I was a boy, my father read a lot of stories for me mm. and uh, about the uh, dynasty, why, you know, since uh, 4,000 years ago in China, the different dynasty change and change, right? Yeah, if, if, if the uh, sovereign good, if the uh, emperor, emperor good, okay, yeah, the people will support them, and they can have the uh, dynasty, and if, if, the, if they become uh, bad, and the people will stand up to oppose them, mm-hmm. and then the dynasty change. So, so you you grew up learning and, and thinking that well, yes, there is change yes. to improve the ability uh, of our government and the way people are treated. Yeah, uh, sounds like you became an idealist. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yes, yes. And my father gave me the, the a lot of that story. I'm thinking about that and how we how we should do when we. My father told me, if you see some evil thing happen, you have to stand up to against back. You have to help who uh, suffered like that. So, yeah, that is, for me, that is very, very important. You know, I, I use the time to learn the natural rule, the nature rule. Yes. Uh, even, yeah, the earth, the sky, all they are my, uh, my teachers. Huh. So, yeah, that... So did somebody read you law books, read to you, or did, was oh, they... Oh, that was is a little later, you know, mm-hmm. after uh, 1990s, you know, because, uh, you know, the Khan Party uh, learned the information from the U.S., like ADA, right? Yeah. They, ma- they made a new law for the uh, disabled people, but they never think to use that law to help the disabled people. The, in, in that law said, if you live in rural China, if you don't have money to pay the taxes or fee, you, yeah, you don't have to pay that. But you know, the, the Khan Party, the government, used the violence to, to 
force them to do that. If the disabled people can't do that, the company will, the, the officials will beat them. They'll beat people with disabilities yeah. who don't try to improve their abilities? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, when I know that, I'm... And yeah, who don't pay taxes. But that is illegal. Ask disabled people to pay taxes, that is illegal. So later, I learned the law, you know. Even in mainland China, in rural time, very difficult to find the book, the law book. Sure. So I have to find from another uh, friend in city or uh, or the bookstore. So later, my my father, my brother read it to me. I have to re uh, remember it. After I learned the Braille, I will use the Braille to write on the paper the important part in the book. Then I read it and remember them to use it. So, so later, if the government continue to do the evil thing, the illegal thing, I will I will sue them. So, <laughs> so, so I use that a lot to help another disabled people to to bring the officials who are against the Chinese law to uh, to court. So, so, so you you were planning. I'm sorry for uh, my head's exploding here. You were planning on suing the Chinese Communist Party yeah. uh, because they had, it sounds like, well, they have a veneer, meaning, you know, uh, of a rule of law, but of course they don't mean it. So <laughs> when you brought this lawsuit, this class action lawsuit about the single uh, child policy, you're the one who ended up in jail. How did that, <laughs> tell us about that a bit. Okay, yeah, you know, I did a lot like this, help a lot of disabled people or Later, you know, the farmer listened to my story. Oh, someone in some village, they helped disabled people. They did a good job, very successful, right? More and more farmers come to ask me to help them when the government, government gives them trouble. You know, later, uh, I, I connect with my friend in Beijing. We, we, we tried to help the people to know more about law. And I got a call from my village, my neighbor, Ask me, hi, uh, uh, do you think the, uh, the one child policy law change? I said, no. I never listened to that change. He said, oh, the government, the local government ordered more than 20 or 40 guards uh, drive the car, come in the village to uh, took the uh, woman away and uh, uh, dra drag them away to do the for an abortion. So, so, so you were called. I no. just want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we're told that in this rural village, police came or guards came, and and forced women away because they were pregnant. Yes. To get a forced abortion. Yes, yes. So even in the middle of the night, they come to the village. They climb their yard wall to come in the yard and open, storm the door and take the. Uh, pregnant uh, women's away to do that. So, yeah. So I, I told them, and I said, no, that is, that is illegal. <laughs> he said, okay, okay, you came back to help me? I said, okay, I can, but I have a plan in Beijing. I have to finish that. You know, after four days, I came back to my village. I just sit down to have a breakfast. Uh, then they come in my uh, house and ask me and tell me what's happening like that. They ask me to help them. Okay, I tell them, okay, I can sure that is illegal. Then I tried to find a proof and write a document and send the officials to court. So, you know. I can just imagine the <laughs> official's face when he, wait a minute, we're being sued? I mean, we're the Communist Party. You can't sue us. <laughs> Yeah, of course, that, you know, in the history, no one can bring the officials to come in court because they did the one-child policy in mainland China. Before I did, no one did that. Even I did that, the, the court tried to, give me, tried to give me the trouble. They said, oh, oh, we should check your document, and I will let you know after seven days, uh, we will... Uh, let your kids come in the law system or not. I said, okay, give me the receipt. Follow the law. If you get my document, you have to give me the receipt. If you, after 70s, if you don't let my kids in the 
the system, I will come to the up uh, the middle court uh-huh. to ask my kids come in the law system. So they said, I can't give you this. I said, okay, you have to, that is, if you can't give me that, that is illegal. Okay, you take my document away, right? She said, yes. Basically what was happening is you were uh, trying to enforce the law as written and you scared the heck out of the judge (laughs) because the judge was appointed by the Communist Party as all officials are in China, correct? Yes, I did a lot of that. So the leader, you know, the official, of course the officials are happy. I... I I invest I investigation about what happened about the venture policy about the forced abortion and exposed them on the internet. So I I remember just one half year. Uh, I I I did the investigation with my friend. We found just half year, more than a hundred thirty thousand people uh, had uh, the. Forced abortion. Forced abortion. Yeah, the sterilizations. And more than 600,000 people just because they are the, uh, the couple's relationship. The Khan party uh, take them and uh, arrest them and beat them and use that way to force the woman who hiding because they are pregnant come out to do the first abortion. Yes. You know. Well, l- let me ask, how, you must have known that this was going to redound against you, that the, the authorities mm-hmm. are going to not take kindly to your attempt to enforce human rights laws that are on the books, although not meant to be followed. Uh, did Were you aware that you were going to be persecuted because of this lawsuit? Uh, yes, I, I did that. And you did it anyway. Why did you do it anyway? Later, you know, the company tried to uh, fight back to, to punish me. Well, they did punish you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, first we, uh, uh, <clears throat> we, uh, I, we, when we finished the investigation, the company ordered more than 40 uh, officials to live in my village. They surround my house, watch me, uh, house arrested me. Then first, uh, that's uh, 2005, uh, August uh, 11, start that. Then, you know, uh, August 23, I escape. At the first escape, then I come to Shanghai to, to ask the media, you know, the foreign media to report that. Then I come to Beijing, you know. The, the company ordered more than 300 uh, officials come to uh, Beijing from uh, Shandong province and uh, in Beijing they, they kidnapped me and put me in the car and uh, back in Shandong province and house arrest again. So Nothing terrifies an authoritarian regime like one truly free man, it seems <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. And the Khan party uh, stored the Germany, the, the cell phone jimmer, cell phone jimmer in my house and uh, cut my phone lines, and uh, so they they blocked you off the internet. They cut your phone lines. Yes, yes. And yeah. then uh, and had so you under house arrest. And eventually, you were convicted of of a crime for having brought the lawsuit. And you served four years in prison. Correct. Yes, yes. Lord. And and you, how were you treated in prison? Oh, that is a that is a very difficult time. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I assume you were beaten and tortured. Yeah, a lot of torture. The Khan Party, you know, first the Khan Party put me in black jail, not the real a black jail. jail. Yeah, unofficial jail. They put me somewhere. You, you know, my lawyer asked the police, where's the Ching Guangcheng? The police said, oh, I don't know. He's in a I, black jail, yeah, meaning yeah. he's been disappeared. Yes, yeah. yes. And disappeared, yes, for three months. You know, in that black jail, they tortured me a lot. They don't let me sleep. They don't give me food. They don't let me drink. You know, like that. They 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 use the chain to lock me on the chair more than three days. You can't sleep. You can't eat. And the police use the stick to try to poke my ear like that. So, what 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 did they talk to you when they were torturing you about what they were trying to accomplish, or it was cruelty the point? 
Yeah, they, they said, oh, you exposed uh, the one-child policy that let the whole world know what's happening here. You know, the, the U.S. look for the problem and try to use that to give us trouble. Now you give them knife to fight back like that. So you work for the, com- for the U.S., you are spy like that. So, so uh, yeah. Uh, and and the and the I assume that the people who were doing this to you were true believers in the communist system, or were they torturing you under duress? <laughs> in in that black jail, I remember more a uh, twenty two people there. Half is police, half is officials. See, so you had officials overseeing. Your torture by the thugs, as you call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even the police. How, how did you maintain any hope for the future uh, during that dark time? Uh, you know, after after three months, they said, "Oh, you against the law. We have to, we have to uh, prosecute prosecute you." Oh, this was even before you were found guilty. They told me in black jail. Then they took me in the real jail. And you served four years. Uh, yeah, four and three months. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Then and and your treatment, I assume, was about the same in the in the real prison. Yeah, in the real prison, that you know, I'm lucky. The when the person in jail, uh, he is the jail's leader, right? Uh, later, I got information, you know, the Communist Party asked him, you have to torture him. The Communist Party ordered what we would call the warden of the jail yes. to torture you. Yes, but the person said, no, that is illegal. Oh, oh man, a yeah, little courage there, too. Yeah, and uh, when, the, when the police told me about that, I said, what, what kind of torture? Uh, that the person used the hand to, like that. Uh, squeeze my my body. He said, much much more dangerous than this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He grabbed your arm and and said, much more dangerous than that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I understand. You know, later, you know, later the media exposed what happened. The foreign media. So the Hamburgers have to careful to do that. That's very interesting that the communists were concerned about international opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think that is? And I, and, and, and I wonder if they think so much about international opinion today. Uh, yes, usually if you just, uh, uh, if you don't understand how you were the Khan Party, maybe you think the exposed doesn't work for the Khan Party. Yeah, the, the opinion doesn't work. But in fact, that's not true. Any article, if we mention about human rights in mainland China, the Khan Party is very careful about that. Yeah, right. yeah, they don't want any criticize about that. So, but maybe the Khan Party worry if, if the Western uh, media or the Western government or the Western people know they're very careful about that. They will do more, so the Khan Party uh, looks like they don't care. But that's not true. You know, they very care. Do they care because they don't want to interfere with the international investments yes, yes. that are helping build up yeah, China? Yeah, they don't want any uh, uh, criticism, yeah. Because it could cost them money. They don't care about human rights, but they do care about in, uh, money coming into China. Would that be fair? Yeah. Money come China, or they don't. They, they don't want the whole world to know how evil the company. They, 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 of course, they want the whole world to think they are good, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's not so. In China, that's called having face, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. So, yes. so now we we know that. So we should use any way to expose what the company did, the evil things. So after you were released from prison, you did the whole time. You were then under house arrest again, and you escaped mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Beijing, correct? Yes. And you escaped to the United States Embassy. Yes. And and uh, the United States Embassy gave you shelter. Uh, yeah. And at some point, uh, I guess a deal was made that you could leave the country. Is that right? 
Uh, yeah, very difficult to live there. If I live there, well, you're going to be in trouble. We have not trouble. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Kandali kid me. Yeah, of course. I, I'm actually surprised they didn't kill you. Yeah, of course. The Kandali hit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when I was house arrest, you know, the Kandali ordered uh, eighty thugs surround my village, even nine guards. Live in my, uh, my house. When you have, when you eat, they just sit down next to me. And if you sleep, they they take the ch- uh, chairs and sit to the bed. Yes, yep. that's the camp party. So I want I want to get to um, how you um, were able to escape. This oh. was back in 2012, uh, I mean, get to the United States. This was back in 2012 where there was a different relationship between China and the world than today. Is that, would that be a fair thing to say, that there was more flexibility maybe in China then than there is now? Uh, I think, yeah, now the situation worse. Yeah, uh, Xi Jinping uh, was not the powerful man then that he is today. Yeah. And I, I, my suspicion is that if the same thing happened today, they would not let you out of China. What do you think? I don't think so. I think, <laughs> I think you know, any situation, if you really want to do something, if you find a, keep thinking to find a way to do something, you can do that. All right. Yeah. Even when I was in prison, right, the company ordered the person watch me. Uh, 24 hours one day, a day, but I still can do something, right? You know, I I I use my way to get a yeah a short wave radio. Yeah, I got that from the outside the prison. Then I use that to listen to what happened in the whole world. So, you know, I I not use the headphone. If I use headphone, maybe. Maybe the police can listen to it. You know, they set up the camera and the microphone just up my So, so my basically, bed. you are being subversive to the system by letting the police hear what free people were saying. Uh, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I wish this were in, 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 I like audio interviews. I wish this were video because you should see my face and my jaw dropping at the courage and the pluck and the uh, imagination you exhibited under the most extreme conditions. Yes, he, he never gives up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never, I, I never thinking the ne- negative. Yeah, anything. If, you know, before the company ordered uh, 80 thugs surround my house, I think, oh, that is very difficult to escape. You know, when I released, I thinking how to escape, right? And, uh, li- and, and li- let's remind the listeners that you can't see. Uh, yes, so, yes, so you're I making these see, plans when you're blind. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, I think, oh, later, I'm thinking and tried to find a way. I think, oh, still have opportunity. But uh, the problem is I, I, should, uh, I should let my... Of mom and uh, my wife uh, uh, agree me, right? But they said, no, more than a hundred eyes watch you. You can't see how you can escape. If the Khan party found you escaping, they will kill you. So, you know, later the Khan party set up the uh, cameras surrounding my village, my house, and the high uh, spot uh, lights and uh, I think, oh, much difficult. But later, you, you see, still have opportunity, but very short, maybe a moment. Later, the guards living in my house, I think, oh, that is very difficult. They, they watch me immediately, uh, very close. But later, you can see, we still can escape. Yeah. So he, he finds opportunity. You know, he, yeah. He, you, finds he waits for the moment. In yeah, other words. yeah. Yeah. The, any, the, the, the guard still give a the opportunity. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have to breathe and get the opportunity and grab use it. it. Have to grab it and use it. Yeah, grab and use it. So that that is very important. 
Yeah. And and that's something that I, you know, we who live in far less onerous conditions should <laughs> should think about in our own lives and as we try to uh, improve our lives and help our friends and loved ones. Let's get into the circumstances of the tyranny in China. Uh, what is stability maintenance? Meaning they put a lot of money into um, making sure that the Chinese people um, stay in line. Yeah. I think that would be fair yeah, to put yeah. it. The company spent a lot of money to buy the high technology from the U.S. Yes. And then use that to create the system. We call it uh, the sky eyes to watch all the people. Sky eyes. Sky eyes, yeah. The company installed a lot of cameras in mainland China and used that to create the uh, the recognition. Facial recognition. Yeah, yes. facial recognition. Yeah, the system. So uh, movement recognition system. Use that to know if they want, they can know which person where it is. And use the face and the action they can understand, they, they, they can know who it is. So looks like that very easy to control the people, right? Yes. But uh, uh, since three years ago, the Khan Party used the COVID pandemic to create the uh, new system. We call it the space time follow. And use that if you bring your phone, the company can know where you are, where you... So they're using apps that you have yes, to have in yes. your phones yeah. to track where you are and what you're doing and what you're saying yes, yes. and to spy on each and every person in China who has one of those phones. Yes, yes. So And I saw a news story where they can have green on the phone which says you can, let's say, go into the bus. Yes, yes. But if you step out of line, they'll make you red, and that means you can't take public transportation, you can't uh, do other aspects no, of, ch of normal to everyday living. Yellow, okay. yellow means you can't do that. Yeah, red see, means anybody can arrest you. Yes. Oh. If, 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 yellow, so anybody who's if yellow, you have to stay at home. You can't come out. The company will put an a electric ring on your door. If you open the door, the ring will report to police and uh, central, uh, central, control. Yeah, central control. That is yellow. If, if the company uses the computer to change your code to red, the meaning, they can take you anywhere to, uh, to arrest you. And this is based uh, not only on whether there's a, a COVID emergency in a particular place, but I assume based on your activities and whether you want to buck the system. Yes, they use this system to uh, keep the human rights activists under house arrest. Yes, yes. If, I see. if the human rights activists tried to go to somewhere to help some person, the company just use the computer to change your code to, to, yellow. to yellow or red. Then you can't go anywhere. And, if, and if you're red, you could be dragged off and put into a black prison. Yes. And yeah. uh, beaten and tortured or killed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This, yeah. This, is, uh, this is really uh, very important for, I think, people in the U.S. to also understand. Yeah. Because I think we have had some technocracy attempts to control our behavior, certainly not to this degree and with this level of uh, ruthlessness. But, it, but I have a theory, uh, Mr. Chen, and I'd like you to, to give me your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. When, when the United States helped open up China and helped China financially, and we gave an awful lot of technology to China mm -hmm. and put a lot of companies uh, mm -hmm. that make a lot of money from China, mm -hmm. I believe that the thought was that with greater prosperity, China would also end up with greater freedom and therefore China would become more like the West or more like the United States. Mm -hmm. But I think what has happened instead is that we've become more like China because we have adopted some of these <laughs> mm -hmm. technological um, approaches to uh, at least persuading people to behave in a certain way. Um, do you think I'm 
that theory is right, and I'm certainly not creating an equivalency between the tyranny of China and the West, but I do think that we've become less free um, over this time and that we have actually moved more toward a technocracy than uh, China has moved toward a free human rights-based uh, society. I think, yeah, that is a big, import, a, a big problem. The Western thing gives the kind of party opportunity, they will change, right? More democracy will grow in China, but that is wrong. You know, the Khan party use that opportunity to get a lot of money. Yes. Become rich, right? Yes. Then they use the money to control the Chinese people. Then use the money to infiltrate the U.S. This is why the U.S., the human rights situation worse and worse. Mainland China, the human rights situation is worse and worse too. Never help to Chinese people, only help the communist party right. authority. Right. So we have to stop to do that. So, so all of the benefits of, of this society generally go to the communist party yes. and the people get the crumbs. Is that what yes, you're saying? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The other thing I just want to emphasize, one thing he said, is this tremendous amount of money they have, they spend more money on what you were saying, Wes, about stability, stability control, control yeah. than yeah. they do on their military. And they have the biggest military in the world. Yes, yes. Even this grab or uh, steal the high technology from here and use that military to uh, oppose uh, back the U.S., Yes, so, I know. I mean, sure. uh, Lenin said, I think it was Lenin, it might have been Trotsky, that we will sell the West the rope yeah. with which we hang them. And I, that seems to be happening here in China. I don't understand. I can't see. But I understand that. I know that. And I don't understand why the U.S. government don't know that. I think, yeah, I why? think that is something that uh, for another interview, but I've got theories, but yeah. I, I won't get into that here. I, want, I don't want to take time away from you. <laughs> now, in terms of the Communist Party, there's more than 1 billion people who live in China. How many are allowed into the Communist Party, approximately? Uh, if you, I think if you just look, uh, look for that from the Internet, maybe you think still have a lot of people support the Communist Party in mainland China. But uh, if you real connected the people, the mainland people, you will understand a lot of people are weak now. They know the problem just because of the regime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, since three days ago, from the, the big uh, protest, you can understand, a lot of people very, uh, how to say, uh, disagree the Khan party did. Yeah, I, the, the people uh, are mostly not part of the party. Yeah. Uh, the party, does the party select the people to join the party? Do you apply to be in the party? How does that work? How many people in the party? Uh, how to say, 90 million? 90 million. Yeah. Out of, and and the, the entire country is more than 1 billion. So uh, uh -huh. still a very small. Number. It's a, a small percentage, and yet they control everything. They they appoint the the mayors. They appoint all the officials. Uh -huh. They create the laws and so forth. Um, let's talk a little bit about why you think that the Communist Party is engaging in things such as the genocide against the Uyghurs, and the and the. Um, organ harvesting of Falun Gong. These are some of the worst human rights violations in human history. You know, murdering people uh, so you can take their organs for the, for the mark, black market. Uh, massive concentration camps for Uyghurs. Um, slave labor for Uyghurs. Forced sterilization for mm -hmm. Uyghurs. Why is the Communist Party so intent on suppressing people of religious belief? I think, yeah, I, I think that is a good question. I should uh, make it very clear. You know, in fact, not just that you mentioned, not just these you mentioned, who are awake, who understand how evil the Khan Party, who don't believe the communism, the Khan Party will persecute them, not just Weaker, Tibet, Falun Gong, the believers, the normal people, for example, me, right? Yeah. 
I don't believe the communism. Right. I know the <clears throat> we need to see the truth. We need to protect the truth. We need to uh, help the justice. Then the Khanwadi tried to prosecute him. Because they see you as a competition or as a potential of undermining the system that they're benefiting so much from? Yeah, I think, yeah. <clears throat> the Khan Party tried to let the people believe the communism. If you, if you believe them, okay. The Khan Party said, oh, you are the people. If you don't believe that, the Khan Party will, will think you are enemy. <laughs> I, I was in China once, and I was at the Three Gorges Dam, and I have to say, I think it's a wonder of the world. It's a remarkable achievement of human engineering uh, to create a, the largest hydroelectric uh, dam in the world. It's as long as the Golden Gate Bridge. It has uh, five locks that take you from the Jiangxi River up to the reservoir. But then I was talking to one of my guides, and she said the first they heard the dam was going to be built was when she read about it in the newspaper. And that's when I realized completely that the opinions of the Chinese people have no influence whatsoever on the Communist Party. Is that right? Yeah. They don't believe with the Communist Party. No. And, yeah. But the Communist Party doesn't care what the people think. Oh, uh, no. They very care. They very care. They, they do they, care. Yeah, they do care. They, they want the people only believe with communism. Don't uh, believe with God. Don't believe with the. I see what I see what you're saying. Election. Yeah, they yeah. want they want the the people of China to go along with the program. That's what they want. Yeah, but they don't care if the people of China think differently, and they suppress that different thought. Yeah. So, yeah, I think yeah the Party, uh now if you believe. If you become the uh, religion, uh -huh, religious, yeah, religions. If you believe the uh, uh, Buddha, uh, you will not believe the Khan Party, right? Yeah. This is why the Khan Party tried to prosecute the uh, Tibet and the yeah. They're believers. committing cultural genocide in Tibet by destroying the uh, Tibetan yeah. Buddhist yeah. religion, taking children out of homes and so forth. Yeah. In fact, you know, from the traditional culture, a lot of Chinese people, they, they are believers. They know if they did the bad thing, the, the guards on the sky to watch them. So in, in my mind, when I was a boy, my neighbors, yeah, my parents, all told me about that. Don't do evil things. Because, do, because the gods will yeah, see it. if you yeah. do that, the, the God know the, in the future you will pay that high price. So, in fact, you know, in China, a lot of people, they believe that. Not, yeah, but the Chinese tried to change their mind. Yes, they, yeah. want, they want a materialistic yeah. uh, belief system, atheism, and the only source of authority is the Communist Party. Yeah. And cult of personality with the chairman. Uh, with uh, Xi. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Which, 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 of course, was true with Mao yep. uh, as, <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, you don't have to answer this, but let me ask you. Uh, cardinal Zen, who was a Chinese cardinal, was just convicted of a crime in China. Yes. And he's a Catholic cardinal uh, in the traditional Orthodox sense. Yes. Um, do you think that the Catholic Church which seems to be allowing some influence by the government on Catholicism in China. Do you think that they understand the depth of the evil that they're dealing with? I think they understand, yeah. In fact, in mainland China, the Khan Party tried to destroy the church a lot. You know, the, uh, even the crosses, they destroy the crosses. Blowing up churches. Yeah, yeah. a lot of, just in... Uh, Zhejiang province and uh, Fujian province, Henan province, the Khan Party destroyed more than a hundred, uh, uh, one thousand two hundred churches. Uh, yeah, churches and crosses. So the yeah, of course the. But the but the Catholic Church is trying to work with the Communist Party in China and you know I'm not a Catholic and I'm not here to criticize the Catholic Church but it, it doesn't Some, seem to be helping <laughs> someone like that but someone still keep 
they 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 don't believe the Kazakh party. They tried to continue to. You win. you've described a, a brutal tyranny. Uh-huh. What um and, and I don't think there's any question. I I, I do think that the American people are not aware of how brutal mm-hmm. the Chinese tyranny is. I mean, they know it's not a free country. What responsibility do you think that U.S. corporations doing business in China have for the continued repression of the Chinese people? Uh, I think, yeah, that that is uh, very difficult to describe. Uh, I think, yeah, if, if the U.S. just uh, did the Trade with the Khan Party, that is not good for Chinese people. Uh, I hope they can stand with Chinese people, not just the Khan Party. Uh, before I said no relationship uh, between the U.S. and China, only between the U.S. and the Communist Party. Companies, if they work with the Khan Party in China, they, ha- they have to think the. Uh, how to say the, the rule, the human rights rule? You think the corporation should should pay more attention to human rights in China, and perhaps they can influence the Communist Party if they do. Yeah, I think they can. They did. They, I think they shouldn't work with the Communist Party to to do some bad thing. For example, you know that 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 the companies uh, give the company. Uh, uh, allow the company use the high technology to create the system to control Chinese people, right? Right. If they do that, they will lost the right to use that high technology. So, so, so I also noticed that uh, in the recent demonstrations, and I'm going to get into that uh, in just a second, that uh, apparently Apple shut down one of its social media systems to help prevent the demonstrations that are ongoing because of the no COVID policy, zero COVID policy, uh, stop people from organizing. Are, are you aware of that? And have, have you talked to anyone in China about that? Yeah, I know that. But uh, of course, I hope Apple uh, did better and better, uh, do better and better in the future. Yeah. But uh, I, want, I want to see in mainland China, Apple's still a best one. Even they did something uh, a week, and uh, Android system. The, if you use Android system, in Android, Milan, right? Android, yeah. yeah. If you use Android system in mainland China, the Khan Party can come in your phone from the back door. I see. The company have to give them the number how to open the back door. Until now, Apple. Uh, still refuse to do that. So Apple is refusing to allow a backdoor entry into Apple systems. Yeah. Uh, Android does permit it, and, yeah. and they're a South Korean country. I mean, yeah. company. Yeah. And um, the the phone company from China, Huawei, uh, I assume uh, permits it. Yeah, Huawei. Of course, if yes. you use Huawei, if the company want to know uh, uh, what in your phone, they can do. Very easy. Do you know much about TikTok? TikTok, yeah, I know. And and is TikTok an arm of the Communist Party? Yeah, of course. The Communist Party can control the company in China, include like TikTok, like uh, Huawei, like uh, uh, WeChat. Of course. Yes. Yeah, the Communist Party used that to try to infiltrate the U.S. And they, did, they did a lot about that. Yeah, TikTok is probably the most popular social media now. And uh, I've done some previous shows on the gender uh, um, ideology issues, and a lot of that is getting promoted through TikTok. Uh, now, whether China's behind that or not, I don't know, but I do know that social media is helping spread that to uh, children. And and I think it's a very dangerous circumstance. And, and you think that uh, that the Chinese government... Make sure that TikTok does what it wants. Is that right? Yeah, of course. Yes, and WeChat is uh, is the Chinese version of uh, of MySpace or whatever it might be. It's a social media uh, app, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's talk about uh, what's happening now today as we are interviewing, uh, doing this interview. Yeah. Um, Xi uh, created a zero COVID 
policy uh-huh. to the point that he is actually ordering that entire Shanghai, which has as many people in, as the state of Florida, I mean, it's huge, uh, be shut down. People are being locked into their and even welded into their apartments. There was recently a fire in an apartment that had been welded shut and, and f- more than 40 people, including some children, were killed. Mm-hmm. We find the, the people of China are actually rebelling against this uh, with demonstrations that we haven't uh, seen in China since um, Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. Why do you think Xi engaged in such a draconian approach to COVID? And and um, how do you think the Communist Party is going to react to the rebellion that we've seen in the last week? Yeah, of course, the Communist Party used the COVID. The, the Communist Party not controlled COVID. They, they, they only want to control the, use the COVID policy to control the people. Yes. And... Uh, you can see since three days ago, a lot of people come out to protest the party's evil policy, right? Yes. The COVID policy. So not just Shanghai, you know, a lot of big cities, Beijing, Wuhan, and uh, uh, Zhengzhou, Guangzhou, like Shenzhen, a lot of people go to street to protest. Even the people ask down with Communist Party down with Xi Jinping, right? Yeah. They call that. And more than 100 universities in mainland China, the students the student, uh, protest in the uh, campuses and ask the companies to stop to do that. So there are campus protests in more than 100 universities. Yes, yes. The students ask the... Uh, they said, uh, we are... Uh, how to say... Uh, we needn't uh, surveillance. We need freedom. Wow. Yeah. We we needn't authoritarian regime. We need uh, freedom like that. So, yeah, you can see the the people are weak. Yeah. So now I think that the, the party worry uh, that continue to happen. In fact, yesterday still happened in Guangzhou. Uh, a lot of people come to the, uh, the street to ask them to, to open, to stop to do the uh, COVID policy. Do you think the point of the policy was to prove to the Chinese people that they could be completely suppressed for any reason at all? Or do you think it was to try to help prevent COVID or both? Yeah. And in fact, you know, all the people understand the COVID not dangerous. The COVID not made the people died, but the COVID policy made a lot of people died. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so I agree. All the people understand. The so COVID they, policy is what caused people to die, not COVID so much. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's talk just quick. I wasn't going to ask you about this, but it, it brings this up. There is a theory that, COVID uh, escaped from a lab in Wuhan yes. uh, versus uh, whether it was naturally uh, evolving and, and moved from animals to people. No. Do you have an opinion on that? Yeah, of course. I know that. I believe, I can sure that is because the Khan Party tried to use different virus to create a bio-weapon. So you think it was research on uh, creating a... Not think. A bo- I watched the video from the Central TV of the Communist Party. 2013, 2015, 2017. If you check that video, the Communist Party said, oh, we get a big successful to make the two virus together, to make them much, much more Poison. Gain of function. Yeah. And we can use it for a uh, bioweapon. Bio they said, not just our thinking, not just opinion. We, we watched the video. You saw a video of yeah. this being discussed. Yes. Not one time. Several times. With the, I think you said once with a general, right? Uh, yeah. In the, in the army. So it was a, it was a, 
public video. Yeah, public video. At yeah. that time, the Khan party w- wanted to let the whole know we would, get a success. One would think that the government of the United States would be aware of that video. <laughs> I've not heard of this before. <laughs> the, the Western government just want to ignore that. They don't want to let the people know more about that. I think the Western government, the Western government should check about that. What's happening? Yeah, I continue to check that. I mean, this is the greatest catastrophe in my lifetime, and uh, it looks like it from based on what you're saying that the, this particular virus mm-hmm. escaped from a lab. <laughs> you don't think they intentionally released it, do you? Yeah, maybe, may, maybe not, uh, not released. Uh, on purpose, right. but the Khan party, uh, yeah, uh, maybe some something wrong, uh, liquid, right? What do you think that the policy should be of the free world towards China? I think that the free world should be check about that, where the coronavirus coming. Check all the detail. If the Khan party refuse that, we, we can sure, okay, because you refuse that, we can believe you did that. If you, if you didn't do that, okay, let us see what's right. happening. Any detail, let, let the professional uh, come to Wuhan, come to somewhere to check what's happening. But the Chinese um, economy has become essential to the world's economy, um, which I think is one reason why there's a not a lot of pushback on some issues. If we uh, started sanctioning China, I mean, seriously sanctioning and uh, forcing industries Mm -hmm. to leave, uh, wouldn't that cause a worldwide depression? (laughs) I think we needn't worry that. You know, the the market, the Western market, if the Khan party lost the Western market, party will die. Yes, but if the Western country lost the market in mainland China, we only lost some money. Which one is it? So, so what? I just want to make sure I heard what you said. If the Chinese loses the West's wealth, the Communist Party will die. Yeah, and if we lose money because of that, at least for a period of time, all we've lost is money. Yeah, only money. A little, a little. Yeah, there have been stories recently in the papers of that the Chinese are actually setting up police stations in the United States and other countries to intimidate people who are here studying or or uh, nationals living here. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about this? And yes, what is your opinion? I, yes, I I heard that in Europe in here happened too. They use that, you know, the the embassy of the Khan Party control them, right, and use them to harass the uh, activists here or some officials escape here. They give them trouble, give them pressure to let them come back mainland China like, like that. If you don't do that, they will give you trouble. Even they can use the US law system to give you trouble. Yeah, so I think we, sh- we should stop the Khan party to do that immediately. Yes, uh, because that, that's an attack on our sovereignty, yeah. to say the least. Uh, are you personally, because you're a, a, you know, more than a thorn, you're, you're a, a branch in the, in the side of the Communist Party. Are you receiving any threats? Are you receiving any pressure or intimidation, even though you're an American citizen? Yeah, of course, I got. Yeah, you know, before the Communist Party ordered someone, put the mouse poison in my kitchen. Rat poison where? Yes. In my kitchen. Somebody tried to use that way to scare me to silent, but I'm not. That's here in the United States this yes, happened? Yes, of course. So somebody broke into your home? Yeah, they yeah. come in. When I was in, in Fran- France. When I was in France. When you were in France. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flower or something. He tried to use that way to threaten me to silent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. They should have learned by now. <laughs> That you don't exactly uh, back off. <laughs> so then, you know, I, uh, I keep criticized to the Khan Party. I never stop that. So I want let I I the, I think the Khan Party understand about me that doesn't work for me. 
we we fight each other more than seven years in mainland China. So the party used that evil way to try to give me pressure. That doesn't work. I will I will fight back more and more. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. You're a better man than I am, Jen. I have to tell you, this is remarkable. Uh, do you think that China will eventually attack Taiwan? Uh, I don't think so. You know, I, I, now <laughs> the, the company only think how to resolve the protest. Yeah. They no time to think about Taiwan. Yeah. And of course, uh, if the company want to do that, the U.S., can stop that very easy. So Taiwan problem not between mainland China and Taiwan. Taiwan problem in White House. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what well, you you've lived in the and and suffered from uh, the worst tyranny, uh, certainly in my lifetime. Uh, you've been treated brutally, you've been beaten, and you've been tortured, and yet you were able to come to the United States, which of course is a completely different atmosphere uh, with freedom and liberty. Uh, what is your opinion of the current state of American freedom? Uh, yes. Uh, of course, American freedom is uh, now is the, is the the system is the best system now, but still have some problem. Yeah, you know, for example, uh, the infiltration. You, the 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 U.S. should uh, very careful to uh, to concern that the Chinese infiltration yeah, into the our institutions. Infiltration here, you yeah. know, in the universities, in the middle school, in the companies, in the Hollywood, anywhere. Media. See, yeah, anywhere in the media, of course. Yes. See, they try to control the media a lot, and they print the newspaper and put it in the like Washington Post, like uh, New York Times, like that. So maybe the U.S. people think, oh, that come from the, the Washington Post or New York Times, but that's not true. That some part come from the Khan Party. This, the, the, that is the propaganda. They use that to change your mind. So, yeah. I think we have to make the U.S. come back the traditional culture. If you keep that the Khan Party, if you treated our country, the Khan Party is not far away. The Khan Party surrounds you and me. Yes. Very close. It's not across the ocean. It's here. Yeah, not it's across it's the ocean. It's influencing our institutions and our society yeah. in, a de in a detrimental way. Yes. Yeah, I, I, that's disheartening. You know, the uh, Confucius I, Institute, they just changed the name. They still work here. What did uh, they change the name to? Different. For okay. example, culture center, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like a uh, media center. And, and you uh, don't think uh, that... Education center, like mm -hmm. that. You don't think the, when the Confucius Center was uh, to suppress Chinese people here and to threaten them? No. The... the, the, the uh, they use the uh, Confucius Institute to change the the culture. That is I see. much more work is uh, propaganda. I see. Yeah. I see. And and um, I assume you believe that that the American government should take all of that infiltration more seriously than it apparently does. Yeah, that's very important. We the US, we have to ask our government to, to do that immediately, not not wait any moment. Well, we're out of time, and it's just been a remarkable uh, experience for me to meet you and to, uh, to have this conversation. What's next for Chen Guangcheng? What's next? Well, we at, uh, he's, Guangchen works with me in the Center for Human Rights at Catholic University. Right. We have a podcast, which I know you're going to indicate in your notes. It'll be us. in the program notes. We do that once a week. Uh, he writes uh, op-eds in English. He just want, wrote one about the stability Ed, state. In the Wall Street Journal. Yes. yes. So we're, we're getting his voice out into uh, America as much as we can. 
Uh, he's a big believer in American institutions and ideals and universal values. And so we want both we want Americans to understand the threat from China and you know the the blessings of liberty. I think that this remarkable story um, really is a demonstration of the power of freedom, yeah. and that someone can come from rural China in poverty without being able to see and and can become one of the great human rights champions of the contemporary world. Uh, I think is proof of that. Chen, thank you very much. I thank appreciate you. it, and I look forward to meeting with you and talking with you again. Okay, thank you. Uh, I s- I'm so happy to be here to talk with you, my friend, uh, the listener. I want to let you know nothing is impossible. Let's join hand to do the right thing until the Communist Party gone. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Humanize from Discovery Institute's Center on Human Exceptionalism, where human rights meet human responsibilities. Discover all the good work of the Center on Human Exceptionalism by visiting discovery.org human. We can only do this work speaking on behalf of human life, human thriving, and our exceptional place in this world and our cosmos with your support. We invite you to make a one-time gift today and to consider starting a monthly gift to support the Center on Human Exceptionalism and this show. Wherever you're listening to Humanize, please take a moment to rate and review the show. You matter. Your actions matter. Be bold, be exceptional, and be back soon.